Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe, the new 961 and AM 590. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon. Happy summer, everybody. We're about halfway through. So, just your friendly reminder that if you haven't done the hike you wanted to do or done enough beach days or played hooky even one day from work to enjoy the beautiful summer, uh, it's a good time to plan that now. I agree. So putting that bug in your ear, go do something fun for summer that you've been wanting to plan on. Absolutely. So today we're talking about seven conversations to consider having with your spouse or your partner. And when we talk about conversations, uh, there's a great book out there called Fierce Conversations by Susan Scott. And one of the things she says in her book is that the relationship is the conversation. And so when you think about what are the conversations, what are the quality of the conversations you're having with your spouse or your partner these days? Is it the daily grind? Is it the, hey, what are we going to have for dinner? Hey, how was your day? Fine. How was your day? Fine. (laughs) You know, what do you want to watch on TV? I don't know. Let's turn on Netflix and see what's on. Like if this is the quality of your conversation, some of these might be great conversation starters to get down a little bit deeper. And with all of the digital technology, our phones, um, the different games we have access to, all the great articles, the little videos, the um, so much fun stuff to be connected to and to watch, it often fills up that quiet space and that airtime yeah. where you could be having a conversation. You know, so you might be doing the dishes and your spouse is prepping dinner or waiting for the meat to be grilled and you might be having a conversation. Whereas today in that, during that same point, you know, you might be listening to your book on tape and your spouse might be reading a great article Mm -hmm. that they found on Flipboard or something. Mm -hmm. So it's just, there's a lot of great things out there that distract us from everyday conversations. And it's easy to get into that hamster wheel kind of run of the mill grind conversation. So, so some things you want to be thinking about. The first one is a, um, a pretty easy entree for conversations, but it's where do we want to be sure to travel in our lives? And when you think about where you want to go, um, my husband and I have all kinds of places we want to go, far places. You know, we want to see the Great Wall of China. We want to hike up to Machu Picchu. We want to go see the pyramids in Giza. There's so many places that we want to go. And fortunately, we've both been to a lot of places already mm-hmm. as well. Um, but it's important to be thinking now because time just continues. I mean, I'm starting to feel now like time's speeding up. Yeah. And apparently that happens as yes, you it age. Does. It yes. just gets, seems to go faster and faster. But when you've got children or you're you know, kind of ruled by how much vacation time you have and what you're allowed to take off and when you can travel and what the restrictions are, um, it makes it important to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. And especially for those big trips, you may need to save money. You may need to start doing research to find out the best time of year to go. Um Lots of different things. So that's a fun conversation to kind of dream about where are the, you know, the places we really want to make sure we get to in our lifetime. And then which ones do we, where do we want to go? Um, Do we want to go somewhere that is, you know, like I look, I think about Machu Picchu and I think we want to do that sooner rather than later because we want to do it when we're fit and we can hike up there and the altitude won't be super hard on us. Exactly. Not when we're, you know, 80 years old and we can afford it. It's like we want to go when we're young and we can really enjoy it and embrace all the different things that we can do. Walk to the top of the, the different structures and 
yeah, hike through the jungle and all that. So, um, so that's a great fun conversation and an, and an easy one to start with. Um, maybe you want to travel the U S in an RV and you want to stop at every baseball park. You know, maybe you've never been to Europe and you've always wanted to go. So figuring out what that would be like, mm-hmm. maybe it's more of an, an event. You want to go to the masters or Wimbledon or the tour de France or something. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things to do, but that's one of the seven conversations. The second conversation, just slightly more serious, but I think really important and one that gets missed a lot is asking the question, what do you meet? What do you need from me that you're not getting or that you want more of? Right. So what is it that you need from me? Because oftentimes we don't, especially with spouses or partners, we expect them to know us so well. And I'll find myself sometimes thinking, well, he should know that (laughs) he should know that I want that. Or I'll talk to clients who it's the same thing. Well, I'm not going to ask them. They should know that. And if they don't, well, too bad. And it's like, okay, everyone's busy and people don't know. They don't assume to know what you want. So it is important to ask, even if you've been married 20 years and you think you know what the person needs, it could have changed over time. Yep. So, you know, what do you need from me that you aren't getting or that you want more of? You know, they might want more FaceTime. They might want more fun. You know, it might be like, hey, let's go do some stuff that's fun together. Let's go adventure together. Yeah. Versus just doing the run of the mill. Like, I just don't need to have another dinner out. What I want to do is go hike with you or go paddle at night or have dinner on the beach or something like that. Yeah. So um, be thinking about that. And these are all good things to be thinking about for yourself as well. And getting clear and being able to articulate what is it that you need from them or that you want more of from them. Yeah. Because it's really hard to meet someone's expectations when you don't know what they are. (laughs) And we do, we can really get stuck in that whole, oh, you know me better than anyone, so you should already know. And, you know, (laughs) that's a cop out. Um, It's not true. Nobody knows what you're thinking but you. So you must make it visible to your your partner, to your spouse, to your children, to your family, whoever needs to be in the know. You need to tell them what it is you need. Absolutely. And ask them. And this works. You can ask your kids the same question um, or your friends. Uh, number conversation number three that you should consider having with your spouse or life partner is what do we want our life to look like in five years, 10 years and 20 years? Make sure you're on the same page. We just went through this. We spent a week uh, traveling without our kids this year and it was really nice to kind of reconnect and talk about that and think about like, what do we really want for our life? Like what's, what are we working towards? And is it the same thing? And we found a couple things that we were off on. You know, his assumption of what I wanted was different than what I wanted. And my assumption of what he wanted or why he was going a certain direction was different from mine. And, um, and it was really helpful to just have that conversation, um, in the, what I don't want to say in the ether, but in the, um, abstract where we're not talking about what needs to happen today, Yeah, but we're able to kind of work through things and, and what the potential consequences of making certain choices might be and does that align with what we need yeah so so that was interesting so what do you want your life to look like in five years 10 years or 20 years and get clear on that and then you can ask yourself that million dollar question is what I'm doing now getting me closer to that life or not because if it's not then you need to make some changes or you need to change what you want your life to look like right so something needs to change something needs to shift otherwise you'll be driving it's like you know wanting to end up in San Diego but driving towards Seattle uh not going to work out so you need to be able to figure that out so that was conversation number 3 uh conversation number 4 
is for the folks that have children, and that's what behaviors are we modeling for our children? Are they positive or negative? And they might be both. I'm sure that we talk often about things that we're doing that, you know, we think, oh, that's, we're modeling that really well for them. And then we see other things and we're like, ooh, we modeled that for them. <laughs> Oops. Yep. Didn't mean to do that. Um, but that's, that's a good conversation to have as well because it helps to bring up your own awareness. Yeah. And it's good to think about. I mean, Jen, yeah. you have a daughter. And- yep. Yeah. And all those things that she says and does that I go, ooh, I realize, ooh, she learned those from me. Right. And that's often how it works. And so, I mean, we're not saying parents are to blame for everything, but the kids do watch our behavior and it is, it does end up being what they follow. So I, you know, I've said to more moms and dads, you know, Hey, if you don't want your kid to be a workaholic, don't be a workaholic. If you don't want your kid to not know how to exercise, then you need to go exercise. If you want your kid to make dinners and have dinners at home, with their family, then you need to have dinner at home with them. Like they need a model. They need to see how it works. Exactly. And so, um, and they're watching us even when we think they're not, I mean, they will see your integrity. They will see your gratitude. They will see all of those great values, even when you think they're not watching. Yeah. Right. So that's a great, um, Conversation number four, what behaviors are we modeling for our children? Are they positive or negative? And then conversation number five that you should consider having with your spouse or your partner is what are we doing because we've always done it that may no longer be serving us? So let me say that again. What are we doing because we've always done it that may no longer be serving us? And that's really about like, are there things that years ago you joined you know, a certain club or a volunteer organization, you've always gone to this particular benefit. So you just keep going year after year, even though you're less and less satisfied or it's, you're really so busy, you'd rather stay home, but you go anyway because you've always gone. Or are there relationships, people you're hanging out with that no longer serve you, where the values have, you know, departed and it's, you know, it's not necessarily good. Are there vacations that you take every year? Every year we go here, is is that still serving you? Do you love it? Is it, you know, does the family love it? Is it inspiring you? Is it rejuvenating you? Yes. Great. Keep it. If it's not, then change it. Exactly. Try something new. And it could be just giving it up for a little while. Yeah. And then coming back to it. Yep. So, um, and you can ask that to yourself as well. Like, what am I doing that I've always done that's no longer serving me? Mm-hmm. That's a good one too. And then question number six that you should consider having with your spouse is what do you dream of doing or having or being? This is, there's a great book called uh, the dream manager by Matthew Kelly and it's a parable, but it, there's a part in it that talks about his, um, one of the characters having a conversation with his wife and saying, what, you know, what do you dream about? What have you always wanted to do? And they have this amazing connection and they talk about all the things they've always wanted to do. And there were stuff that neither one of them knew the other wanted to do. And then they went out and started checking them off the list and it just completely enriched their relationship. And so don't assume because you've been together forever that you know what the person wants, you know, little dreams could have been percolating over time. They may have mentioned it. You never asked again, or you, you just missed it somehow unintentionally. So, um, finding out 
one of my husband's dreams has been to have a motorcycle again. He, you know, he sold his when we moved here and hasn't had one since and gosh, he wanted it so bad. And so we work towards figuring out a way for him to get one and he's delighted and it makes me feel so good every time he gets to use it because he just, it's like you can see him light up and that's, yeah. that's a great thing. And mm-hmm. as spouses, that's one way we can support each other is helping each other reach our dreams. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you dream of doing, having, or being conversation number six? And then the last conversation to consider having with your spouse is, are we living a healthy enough lifestyle now to ensure health as we age? And I always think about the big subjects, like how much booze are you drinking? Are you drinking every night? Is it sustainable? Is it healthy? Uh, what kind of food are you eating? What are your eating habits? What are your patterns? Like, are you skipping lunch every day because you're too busy at work and you're not planning for it? Yeah. Or are you, um, you know, eating junk on the way home because you're just so busy or so tired yep. um, that you're, you know, you're eating horrible foods? Are you working too much? Are you working 80 hours, 90 hours a week, missing the sweet time of your life while your kids are young? And, you know, what are you sacrificing? What are you trading off for that? And then, um, how are you exercising? Are you keeping yourself flexible? Are you, you know, moving your body so that you can stay healthy over the years? And that's important thing to think about. So these are seven conversations to have with your spouse. It is a, um, it is an easy thing to slip into conversation, you know, while you're in the car on a road trip, while you're in the kitchen making dinner together, uh, when you're folding laundry, um, maybe just even a text message to your spouse, like, Hey, like I was thinking about this today. Like, let's talk about this tonight so you can plant the seed because some people need some time to percolate (laughs) and to think about stuff. They don't know. They might be like, I don't know what my dreams are. I haven't thought about my dreams in 10 years. I've been too busy working. (laughs) trying to pay the mortgage. I don't know. And so, so if you get that negative kind of reaction, you know, don't worry, just dive into that. Like, Oh wow. It seems like this is stressful to you. What what makes it feel stressful? Um, and be in that place of curiosity. Mm -hmm. Always try to be more curious than you are critical. We like to say here, um, but these are great conversations to have. And, uh, you may have them with your adult children as well. So, Um, Thanks for joining us today on The Bright Side. This is Alexis Robin. You can find out more about our team at the P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence at plinkcoachingcenter.com or on our Facebook page. It's called The Positivity Link. You can also download our app for access to this radio show all the time. So after you've heard it live, you might want to hear it again, and you can go back and hear it right from our app, the Positivity Link, on the iTunes Store and the Google Play Store. Nice. Yeah. You make it easy. Easy peasy. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Thank you. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin here on K Tahoe.